you know, I feel like sometimes when it comes down to being a friend, some people like to pick and choose how they, how they want to be a friend Mm. and you don't understand the cost that one needs to understand when you are being a friend, you know, like being a friend is not easy. You know, being a friend has a lot that comes with it. So that's something that to me is, is really important. It's just, if you can talk, that's great, but can you also listen and be present to the moment? Welcome back to One Thing in Common podcast. On today's episode, I have one of my best friends, Isa, and I'm so excited to have her on because it's been, y'all, she's known about this for quite some time before it even existed. So to have her on is an absolute honor. I'm so excited, everyone, to introduce my best friend, Isa. Hello, everyone. It is a pleasure and honor to be on here. My pleasure is literally being able to see how this podcast came to be. So truly is an honor to be on here, Megs. Thank you so much for inviting me. Girl, thanks for being on. Y'all, it was so funny. So just to give you a little background on, so just a little heads up, we're gonna be talking all things friendship on this episode, all things friendship, you know, and how to cultivate uh, a healthy, enriching friendship, which I believe is something that everyone longs for. So that's going to be the gist of this episode. And to give you a little background on how me and Issa met, we've actually known each other since middle school, high school, um, around those years, but we knew of each other, but we didn't like personally know each other. And it was around July of 2020, so almost exactly a year ago, I got this like nudge in my heart just out of nowhere to reach out to Isa, to reach out to her and get coffee. Um, I'd caught up with her like on Instagram and just saw like she was, I could tell she was a very well-rounded person by the things she posted and things like that. And so I was like, hey girl, I know this is so random, but... (laughs) you just seem like a super cool person and want to know if you want to get coffee one of these days. And she was like, Hey girl, let's do it. So we got cafecito y'all. I had no, I don't think we both had an idea of like the impact that one coffee conversation was going to have from that moment on. Um, I think it ended up being almost like it was for sure hours long. And I just, she was somebody I could trust and just be super transparent with and open with and and vulnerable. I just felt like that comfort that I usually don't do when I meet someone right away. But with Issa, I just felt like, I feel like I could just trust this girl. And so that's a little background on how we met. And the second time we got coffee, I was like, dude, guess what? I'm starting a podcast. And she was like, what? And now now we're here. Now we're here. honestly I think what you said um was so key because it's crazy how like you felt a nudge but I was also feeling a nudge in that season of my life of just being around people that really were going to help me grow um, people that were going to support me and just overall having friends that truly are going to be there for you and when I mean be there it's like in the good the bad the pretty the ugly the mad the sad like just every part of your life you know, so I was actually looking into that season really hardcore and I was like, I need friends that 
are genuine friends that are real friends that are going to give it to me the way that it is. And I'm going to be like that hurt, but I needed that one. So you came in right or right, the right time. So it was <laughs> I think it's funny. We you know that's something we're both praying about in that season was just for a very enriching friendship, you know, someone that we could be transparent with, but also someone that we could, you know, um, have accountability with, mm. you know, and I want to ask you, Isa, when it comes to friendships, you know, talking about the importance, like you just mentioned, being present with somebody, you know, being there for someone. We had this conversation this past Sunday of, you know, it's one thing to be there for someone and just being like there physically, but your mind's not there versus being there and, and being emotionally involved. You know, can you talk a little bit about like the impact that can have on a friendship? Sure. So I actually will put myself in those shoes first because I feel like I'm not perfect for sure. I've not been the perfect friend and I'm sure like out there, I messed up once or twice, maybe a couple of times um, when it comes to being present. And for me, being present really is something that goes a long way because it's a friendship. You know, when you are a friend, you are investing in that person and you're investing in your life at the same time. So when it comes to being present, you know, I've had moments where I have a lot of things that are going on with life, whether it's work, school, you know, family, friends. And sometimes I allow those moments to kind of ruminate in my head and I start ruminating, ruminating. And then all of a sudden, like, before I know it, I'm having coffee with you or I'm having coffee with a friend or dinner. And then they're kind of being vulnerable and talking about their life. And then I could be sitting there like somewhere else, you know, and to me, like, knowing that I've done that, it makes me feel like I have to be accountable to God, you know, I have to be accountable to someone, you know, because if I'm trying to be a friend, I want that friend to be also the way that I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like those moments where it's, you reciprocate what you give, what you give, you receive. That's kind of how I see it. So being present, you know, is also giving your full undivided attention. You know, something that my brother is really big on is like, if we're sitting at a restaurant, if we're in the car driving together, you know, phones, like no phones whatsoever, like turn your phone off, put your phone on silent, put it on do not disturb. Like if you're here with me, it's because you're going to be present with me, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like sometimes we get so caught up with social media. We get so caught up with the world, with our like day-to-day activities that when we have a moment with a friend, we tend to forget how important it is to be present, to be there listening. You know, some people are great at talking, but can you be a listener? Mm. You know, can you sit there and just really hear your friend out, whether it's them sharing about a wonderful opportunity that came across, you know, a promotion, you know, they got accepted into a college, they got, you know, offered this opportunity to go overseas, you know, to visit a country, whatever the case is, you know, are you able to listen to them and celebrate them? Or are you also, you know, available to also listen to them when they're not so great? You know, when, if it's, if it's not something that's to celebrate, you know, if it's something more where you have to be present and be a a shoulder for them to cry on, you know, be a listening ear to their problems. You know, I feel like sometimes when it comes down to being a friend, some people like to pick and choose 
how they how they want to be a friend mm. and we don't understand the cost that one needs to understand when you are being a friend you know like being a friend is not easy you know being a friend has a lot that comes with it so that's something that to me is is really important it's just if you can talk that's great but can you also listen and be present to the moment so yeah that's a little bit about that so good so good you know this actually happened last night what you were saying I was FaceTiming a really good friend of mine. Um, She's in Australia right now. And um, she was talking. And in that moment, I had received a message that just really threw me off guard. And I, it was also, it threw me off guard, but it was also like an emergency where I couldn't just disregard it. I couldn't say, okay, well, that sucks, but I'm going to just continue listening. Like, and I was listening to her and I was like, you know, girl, I'm so sorry, but can, can we FaceTime another day? I just, I just received the news and I, I need to be there right now. Like I need, like, I need to be present in this situation right now. And she had so much grace and she said, you know, Megan, no worries. I totally understand. Do what you got to do. We can totally chat. We can chat tomorrow. Um, anytime, literally do not worry, like do what you got to do. But the grace that she extended and and me realizing like my past self probably would have been like, okay, let me like disregard because I'm here for this person and I'm going to be present and listen. Cause, but as she's talking, my mind wouldn't have been present. And she was talking and telling me all these amazing things going on in her life. I'm thinking about, oh my gosh, the message, the news I just got. Right. So it was so important. And, and I think this also came with time that I've learned and, and maturing that like, I wasn't afraid of how is my friend going to respond to this? Cause knowing the kind of friend she is, she's going to respond with grace, mm-hmm. you know, knowing the kind of friend she is, she's going to understand. Right. And I think it, it's a mutual grace that you have when you have a good friend on the other side, that when, when something happens, they're not going to take it personal. They're not going to get offended because they understand, Oh, there are other things going on. Right. Yeah. And so I realized in that moment, anytime I catch myself, talking to a friend and I notice my mind's going somewhere else. My thoughts are going somewhere else while the person's talking. I need to, I need to like stop those thoughts and focus. Why am I not focused on the person in front of me? Right. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like also as a friend, cause it's happened. I'm I've done this before. Right. I and mean, we all have, I'm sure. Um, if we're human at some point, we, we definitely have not been present with somebody, but also it's like the other person that's speaking can tell when you're present and when you're not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's crazy because I've been on both sides, you know, mm-hmm. starting from there. Um, I've been on the side that is sitting there not present. And I've also been on the other side where I can see someone not present with me, you know, and I feel like, you know, just like you said, it people can re- really tell, like I've had the situations where I've sat with certain friends or just people and I'm talking to them and, and it, you get so you know, excited, you know, you want to tell them all these things or just like you're needing someone to be there for you. And then all of a sudden you just kind of catch that they're not there. And that is such like a, it's like a dagger to the heart, you know, because it's like, wow, like I need you in this moment and you're not even here, you know, or like, wow, I really wanted to celebrate this with you, but you are not here, you know, and it's, when it comes to friendship, like you need to be there. And even in the moments where, you know, you don't feel like you're complete, you still have to be there, you know? And I understand there's situations that come up just like you were saying that last night, 
where you, but you have to be vulnerable. You know, that's what friendships are for. You know, it's about being real. It's about being raw. It's about being vulnerable. It's about being yourself, you know, and just telling that friend, like, just like you did last night, Hey, I need to do something. Something came up and I'm not present and I want to, you know, be there for you. Um, but right now in this moment, I can't let's FaceTime tomorrow. Let's talk another day, you know, and I'm sure people would rather you be honest, you know, mm-hmm. it goes a long way, you know, I'd rather be told the raw truth than be told a lie, you know, mm-hmm. and to be deceitful with someone because at the end of the day, like you can lie to someone and being a person of your word goes a long way. If you tell someone like, Hey, um, I'm here. Like, I'm going to continue having this conversation. Like I would probably never want to speak with you again or ever share mm. deep like that again, because of just the attitude and the action that you took in that moment. So I feel like, yeah, like, just like I said, honesty really goes a long way. And if you can be vulnerable with your friends, because at the end of the day, friends, it's really, I feel like friend, the word friend is thrown over, like around so lightly. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't call everyone friend. Mm. You know, I only call friend those people that are very tight within my circle. You know, everyone else, it's like an acquaintance, you know, someone that you know very well. But when I call you friend, like I'm putting a demand on your life, you know, Mm. I'm placing like I'm holding you to that standard of what Mm -hmm. a friend is, one that is willing to lay their life down for another, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's something that goes a long way. It really does. So. So, yeah, you know, it was really good. The point that you made, so. Yeah, I was like, as you were talking, I was like, oh my gosh, this literally happened to me last night. And and again, it, it comes back to awareness and maturity. And and had I this happened a couple of years ago, I probably would have been too afraid of of their reaction or their response to that, that I would have been there, but not I wouldn't have mentally been there, you know? And so that's such an important point. And I also wanna cover a little bit. We had this discussion uh, a couple of weeks ago and at our book, at the book club as well. And it was about, you know, how are, how can you be there for a friend when you're feeling low, but you know, your friend's going through it as well? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I feel like we all are not perfect. We're imperfect humans that are walking towards perfection, mm-hmm. but we'll be perfect, you know? And some days, you know, are going to be easier than others. And some days you're going to wake up feeling like you're on top of the world, you know, you're just hearing and other days you're going to be at your lowest and that's fine because that's life, you know, but on the moments where, you know, your friend comes along and they're feeling low and you're also feeling low, I feel like God really gives us the grace, you know, and that's something that for me, like, through life like I've had moments where I feel at my lowest and then I have a friend that calls me and it's like I need you to be here for me like I'm going through this this, and that and I feel like out of nowhere I have this energy this drive to just listen this drive to just hear the person out and actually be an encourager you know or just simply support them you know and in those moments like I can't even explain to you what that is like it's a supernatural thing if we were to really be like honest oh yeah because I know that if I were to sit there and focus on my problems and not be willing to put them aside for one second, because, hey, you know, like problems are real, you know, mental health is a real thing. And going through life with like having things kind of chaos, like 
coming up random last minute, it happens, you know, but when you're able to just take a moment and be like, you know what, this is going on, but let me put this aside for one moment because my friend needs me, you know, this can wait, I will find a solution to this. And that's something that a really good friend of mine, this like last few years, like has really like instilled into me. It's like, whenever there's a problem, there's always a solution, you know, don't drown yourself in a cup of water, you know, comes like that. And friends like that, that really point you out, even when you're in the pit and just kind of pull you out with some like words of wisdom is really good, you know, because of that, I've been able to sit on the other side and be feeling like, you know, garbage on that day, but then be willing to say, you know what, there's a solution to this problem. And right now it's, I can't find it, but I'm going to be here for my friend. I need to be present, you know, and there's been moments where you have called me, you know, you have literally yeah. called, you've texted me and I'm just like going through it. And I'm like, you know what, like, this God needs to really come down right now and help me because I do not have the energy, nor do I have like the wisdom, but that's when I know like, it's not me. Mm. It's the fact that like, I'm putting myself aside and allowing God to really be there for me, you know, and help mm. you. And in the midst of that, you know, I've been able to sharpen myself. As I'm speaking to you, I feel like my like inner little child, inner Issa is also being, you know, spoken to. So like, it's a two way street here, even on those days where I feel like I can't help you. And I'm like, dude, I end up getting some sort of wisdom out of what I'm saying to you. So it's really cool to be able to see that not everything is about us. You know, we can't be self-centered. We can't be selfish you know, some people are going through things worse than we are. And that's something that I always try to keep myself grounded in. It's like, I have a situation, I have a problem, but someone is having it way worse than I am in this moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling y'all, it is, it really is God's power in Isa because that was crazy. We, um, we were having acai bowls like one Sunday, after church and it was me and Juanita shout out to Juanita listening and um we were just talking and you had you had mentioned like you know even when I'm not filled up I'm still going to be there for Megan like somehow some way God fills my cup up and I may not have the energy and it's crazy because when I heard that I was like oh my gosh like in my mind, I was thinking, am I a burden to Isa? Like in my mind, I automatically thought, oh my gosh, like, am I, am I too much for her? Like, you know, and not like in a defensive way, but like, I started to think, oh wow. Like when I reach out to her and she responds, I had no idea that there were moments when you were low because you, you, you didn't tell me you were low, right. You didn't tell me. And then, so we, um, we watched, we have this thing where like, well now with Florida, like acting like, you know, Mr. Rainy State instead of Sunshine State. Y'all, it's been raining nonstop. But before the rain, we'd wake up on a Tuesday morning to go watch the sunrise together. We'd bring our book, journal. Um, I usually fall asleep on the beach while he says reading, takes an embarrassing video of me. It's fine. But I remember after our sunrise watch, funny, we went to first watch uh, a brunch place. And I just asked, I asked you bluntly, I was like, Isa, am I like, am I too much for you? Like, so like genuinely curious. And Isa's like, Megan, why would you ever ask that? 
you are never too much for me. And I was like, she's like, where, where does that thought even come from? I was like, no, dude. Like, I guess like when we were all talking with Juanita and, um, you know, when you mentioned that sometimes I'll reach out to you and you're, you're not there, but you're, you'll still be there for me. And I never, I never knew that. So I just want to, you know, no, am I, am I too much? And you were like, dude, you are not, you never have. And like me being your best friend, like, that's why I'm here. Like, that is exactly why I'm here. But years ago, I wouldn't have had the courage to ask my friend that years ago, what I would have done. And I believe so many people do. And that's why so many friendships, I believe die is because of miscommunication because of these thoughts and ideas that spiral in someone's head. So one way this could have ended two different ways. One way, oh my gosh, I'm too much for Isa. I take what the statement offensive and then I just stop talking to you. And then you're thinking to yourself, what the heck happened? Like, why did she just leave my life? Like, I don't understand. Everything was fine. Right. Or we get cafecito, we're chit-chatting and giggling over like cafecitos, frittatas, ya tu sabe, like doing our thing. <laughs> and then I asked you the question, you know? And that's when you were like, girl, never. And, and, and the, the confidence of your response of like, dude, no, not at all. Like get that thought out of your head. You are not too much. Okay. And that it, it, it that's where it's at. And I was like, wow, like, okay. I know this girl is rock solid and her character is there. And it just shows me like the character that you have because you are willing to, now I'm saying if, if you're like, if you're listening to this and you're in a place where you're like mentally not okay. And like, you just need space, then communicate that to your friend, communicate, Hey, I'm not that okay right now. So I'm just going to need a space. It's not you. It's just me right now. And I need to just focus just myself. That's okay. Because I, be, I don't believe you can't, it, it, it's, it's different for people's situations, but in Issa's situation, she was at a place where like mentally she was okay, but emotionally there were some things going on where she had to get her cup filled and that for her, that's through God, that's through reading the word. Right. So she was able to pour into me, but if you're in a place right now, you're listening and your mental health isn't okay. And you can't pour out, then definitely communicate that to your friend. Cause maybe they then can help you out or at least help you guide you to, you know, um, get, you know, better. Right. And I, I do believe that's important, but I wanted to share that. And like I said, you know, y'all listening, obviously this is a very vulnerable and candid, uh, podcast and we have very real conversations. And so I wanted to let people know, like, when that, when that happened, I was like, I want to, I want to share that for people because I feel like, um, even when we shared it with others, uh, on Thursday night, they were like, oh, wow. Like that's definitely happened to me. But like, I, I just kind of assumed the person wanted nothing to do with me. And it's like, it's crazy how the truth can be so distorted if there's no clear communication. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Because like, you know, you were saying something that's so key, um, when we're in a funk, because I've told you this, like you, and it's crazy how you pinpoint, you can tell when I'm going through my funk moments. Oh, I know. I know, girl, you don't have to say a word. I'm like, something's up. I, I, my, my tingling senses are tingling. And like, I just, I believe that that's what friendships are for, you know? And for me, like when choosing a friend, number one, like that's a process for me. Like I am a yeah. woman 
like very few friends, you know, very few people that I call friend. And that when I tell you friend, like I trust you with my whole life in and out, you know, and it's crazy because they say like, I think it's in the book of Proverbs that says that a true loving friend is one who is reliable and sticks closer than a brother, you know? So in other words, it's like for those friends, like true friends stick closer than your own like brother family members you know because these people really know like raw cut versions of you you know I feel like through life with family you know you grow up in the household dynamics that sometimes there's things that you are afraid of sharing of being vulnerable with but when you find true friendships like you for example that you can just truly be yourself and like take the facade off take the mask off and just be like hey hey girl this is me this is what I'm going through, you know, and it's, and to be able to see people that are truly embrace and be like, okay, that's fine. Like, yeah. let's go. And it's like, so good. So good. You know, it's like, it's, it's crazy, but it's so good because that shows what a true friend is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I said in the beginning, a friend that's with you through the highs, the lows, the good, the bad, the sad, the happy, like whatever, mm-hmm. um, is a true friend, you know? And, it's crazy because thinking back to that day when you asked me that question at the first watch, you said it and you were like, Isa, do you like, and you said it with so much hesitation. And I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy that there are people out here, you know, that really go through moments like that where they overhear their friend make a comment or, mm. you know, something was said, someone told me this. And it's like, go to the source, like confront uh-huh. your friend. Come on. You know? Like if we're friends, then we are capable of having discussions that maybe we won't agree at all times, but we'll agree to disagree, you know, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's better to communicate things and be honest and raw than go around like, you know, churning in your heart and like keeping things like, and you build this whole movie that at the end of the day, it's like, that wasn't even close. Not even to yeah. what I was saying, you know? Uh-huh. Exactly. And I think that's the beauty of when things like that happen, how it actually brings people closer together, right? Like instead of running away from the problem or the issue or, and it wasn't even a problem or an issue. It was just an idea that came in because it was an idea, right? It wasn't even true, but bringing that idea to light and, and that thought better to say that thought to light right there. You stop me in your tracks and girl, get that thought out of your head. Not at all. I can be going through it. You're going through it. I'm still going to answer the freaking phone. <laughs> I'm still going to answer the phone, you know? And it just showed me again, the level of, wow, this girl, you know, there's a lot of people that say, Oh, I'm there for you whenever you need me. You can call me, you can text me. But then you you call them or text them, and then it's like crickets. It's like, yeah. wait, I thought you were a man or woman of your word. Yeah, but so your crazy. actions speak louder than your words. Mm-hmm. So what I've learned throughout the years, because I haven't been a perfect perfect friend and I will never be a perfect friend, but I can be the best person that I can be. And I can bring that out to my friends. I can let what's inside of me overflow to my friends. Right. But instead of trying to chase people, instead of trying to force a friendship, instead of trying to wish somebody was different or change them, I've learned through time, through experience, through grace to accept people as they are, where they are, because 
yeah, I may be disappointed in, in how it, you know, in the moment, but at the end of the day, they're showing their true colors. Mm. They're showing who they really are. And, and instead of being bitter about that, it's like a perspective shift of, wow, thank you for showing me your true colors, So I can focus on the people that are really there for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, you made a good point because there are seasons that you walk into, you know, with your life that the friends that you once, you know, had close to you that were your confidants, that were people that you looked for, for wisdom, looked for as a shoulder to cry on are no longer those people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like those people then turn into, you know, your casual friends that you probably call every two other months, you know, and they're people that you go out to get dinner and you have like small conversation, but they're not the friends that you now are looking for when you have moments where you're like, I need a word of encouragement. I need a word of wisdom. I need to just talk to someone and just be completely real with the mental state that I'm going through right now. You know, it's moments like that, that you have to be discerning of the times and the seasons of your life when it comes to friendships. Some friendships are forever and some are just for a season. And you have to be willing to understand that, you know, because not everyone wants to understand and know that sometimes the friendships that you meet are just friendships that are just going to be for a sweet little moment, you know, and they don't know how to, how to be good stewards of that, you know, like being a good steward of friendships is something that's so important. You know, you have to be able to know that like, there are some people that are going to come into your life and really flip it upside down and then possibly walk out. And you're just going to be like, what? I thought this was a forever thing, you know, but in those moments when I, cause I've had those moments, I've had those moments where I've had rock star people come into my life. And then it's like two, you know, months down the road, they're gone. And it's like, I've never hear from them again. And it's like, I basically follow their life because social media is out there and it's a mm. thing. But if it wasn't for social media, I promise you, I would never hear a peep or know what's going on with their life, you know? So that to me is like, I've been able to learn over the years that some friendships are not forever. And the real ones are probably only like two or three that you have like a forever type of like a ride or die, like, you know, and that's crazy, you know, to know that we have moments like that where some people that we just, and that's why it's so, so important not to call everyone your best friend. I mean, to be honest, best friend is not even seen in in the Bible, you know, like it just uses the term friend. So for me, like the term friend is already like high up there. If I call you friend, like I'm holding you to that, you know? So that's, that's something that's so important is just discerning the times and the people. That's why for me, like I really study the people that I'm calling friend because I don't want to call you friend and then have to like, you know, (laughs) like, hi, bye friend. Like, (laughs) you know, no, but like, it's serious. It's a real place, Megan. It's a real place. Shout out Samuel if you're hearing this. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real place to really just go out of your way and have those moments. Um, And there's like another part of that, you know, because sometimes um, those lifelong friends that we thought were a forever thing, then they're not. You know, I have I have um, people that I've grown up with, people that I've surrounded myself with since like I was a little kid that I thought it was a forever thing. You know, we were out here like, you know, 
doing it, doing life together, like through the teenage years. And then all of a sudden it's like, it dies down, you know, but I feel like that also like tests friendships, you know, when you go through seasons like that, where it's like, you're not always available, you know, your priorities change, things happen, you know, that really puts a friendship to, to a test, you know, and that's where you truly see your day ones and your real ones. It's like on the seasons where you're not present because you have a lot of stuff going on, or maybe you're going through a situation internally with your mental health, like with your heart. And like, are those friends willing to still be there, you know, still be willing to reach out? Maybe the um, communication is not as consistent as it was once, but you know, at some point, maybe it'll kick up again, you know, so it, it's friendships are just, it's something so beautiful. But it's also something that's like, it's like a puzzle, mm-hmm. you know, to understand what friends are and how to find friends. Because even that the mission of finding a friend, girl, girl it's, <laughs> it's a real place. It's a real place, people. We out here. No, and, and as you were talking, Isa, it just made me think, like realize, you know, people listening can be like, wow, you know, they're both so close and it's been almost a year of friendship and it feels like we have like a lifelong book of memories together. Um, But also one thing that you mentioned and I could totally see it in our friendship is, you know, there's been times where like, for instance, when you went to Colombia and I was here and there was like a month or two where we didn't really talk and we caught up like for like the two months that we didn't see each other, we caught up on a FaceTime, but our friendship didn't die down. Like, you know, and, and it's in that season where like, God knows what he's doing. Right. Yeah. And God places the people that we need in that moment, in that season, mm. you weren't out of that season. You were in that season, but you were in Colombia. I was here. We yeah. were doing our thing. And when we, when we caught up, it was like the same, just, wow, a lot happened in a month. Like a lot's happened in a month. It wasn't like, oh, well, you know, like us texting 20% while you're there. No, I understand you're visiting family. You know, you're with your grandma. Like you, this is like sacred time that you have. Like, I don't want to intrude in that. You yeah. know, when you get back, girl, Tuesdays on the beach, let's go. But I respected your time in, in Colombia, right? Yeah. And 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 I feel like that's so important to understand as well as as understanding where people are and 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 letting them be and and again like those those transitions, right? And that's when you could see someone's true true character. Can you not text for a week or two, but then when you talk again, like it's it, it's it's good, it's okay. Maybe you find out something that you didn't know before, right? Yeah. And so, um, that's something I feel like when I, when I talk to a lot of, um, people, especially girls, you know, it can be so hard, you know, to, to, uh, get over a friendship that was just so good. And, and, and those friendships that are like, man, you thought they were like going to be the lifelong friends, but it's so important to not just throw that away in the garbage. It's so important to, to pretend like you didn't enjoy it, but mm-hmm. to really like, okay, thank you God for that friendship. Thank you for that person because it's a great, they're a great person, even though they're not technically really in my life as much. I wish them the best. And, and when you see it in that perspective, when you see it in that view, your heart's more at peace. Mm. Um, you, your mind's at peace. And then I feel like when when you can let go of those friendships that were so hard to that where you were holding on to so hard, 
then that's when God can bless you with other people. You know, I feel like it wasn't until like I could truly let go of like certain friendship that like, it's like I was holding on to something that was long gone, mm. you know? And I think like yeah. the moment I decided, okay, I'm going to let this go. I'm going to let the store close because the chapter is done and I'm going to start a new chapter and beautiful new things are waiting ahead. Right. But, it, but it's, it's appreciating those seasons, appreciating those friends. And when that season's gone, you know, then you could see in that moment who, who's that lifelong friend or who, who could it be? Right. You know, um, um, you said something that was very, very key, you know, and just to be completely real, cause we're on this podcast and, you know, we're all about vulnerable, <laughs> but let me tell you something that I really like, I understood this when I saw, I don't know if I saw it on like a TikTok. I don't know if I saw this on the internet somewhere, but I saw something, or I think I read it in a book where it was explaining how the, the breakup of a friendship hurts way more than a breakup of like a significant person Mm. it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend like that breakup with a boyfriend or girlfriend yeah it hurts yeah you go through the emotions and everything but I think like the process of healing is a little bit more nicer to some extent you know I can't speak for everyone you know but it to me I feel like it's something that's like it's you can handle it whereas like a friendship like I've had my moments where I've lost people, you know, friends, because the season, it, it wasn't a forever thing, you know, or I've had people that just simply like decide to distance themselves. And that's a real, real thing too. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's not like it wasn't, it's not you. It wasn't them. Like there was just something bigger that they were dealing with that they just cut people off and they decide to isolate, you know? Mm-hmm. And because of that it hurts like I kid you not like I remember um I think this was freshman year of college I started college and even starting college I lost all my friends like oh to backtrack I graduated from high school and everyone that I was really close with like completely like stopped talking to me Mm. so I started college without any friends I had like two friends that like today, you know, shout out to my girls. They're my lifelong friends. Let's but <laughs> regardless, without them, like I had nobody, legit nobody in that season of my life. And I remember I met this girl in my math class and like we kicked it off. You know, we were like math class buddies and like she like made me literally her best friend in that season. And like I was at her house like 24 seven. And then all of a sudden like girl homegirl moved and like she never hit me up again. Like never again. I was like, what? What? What is happening? Yeah. For real. Off and the radar. Yeah. Like she like fell off the radar. And to me, like it really hurt me because I had developed such a strong connection with her. Yeah. Um, we were very vulnerable with each other. And just to know that like I was back to square one and now in college, like without a friend, without someone to like really lean on, you know, so just being completely real, that is a real place too. not saying that it's always perfect and dandy. No, like you have your seasons where people leave and, and it hurts. And like I said, it, that thing, losing a friend is harder than breakup to me because the way that I, and I was actually thinking about this earlier today, I was like, when you have a friend like you are like completely yourself like Mm -hmm. you are like goofy you are embarrassing you are just like out there like that is you whereas like with a significant other like you truly don't know that person until like 
you're married with that person. You know what I mean? Like when you're truly serious with them, because you're always trying to like, oh, I don't want to do this. Or yeah. I want to like, mm-hmm. you know, I want to hide this area. I don't want to show you this. Whereas like a friend, of, like with my friends. With they you, know the whole thing. The whole thing, the embarrassing. The warning phase. They yeah. <laughs> They see everything. They see areas of my life that I'm like, dude, if 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 my homeboy saw this, <laughs> he would run. You know, it's like <laughs> like run for his run. Run for his run, you know, because it's so embarrassing. But it's like friends really do get to know you. And that's why to me, like I always say, like a friendship breakup is harder than a on a you know a significant other boy or girl because like that that person literally is like your human diary you know friends really are human diaries you know that's how I see you you know every time that I hit you up and I call you and I text you I'm like yo I'm ready to journal today with you like (laughs) you know like that's what friendships are for you know it's to be real uncut like the truth it's like yo bloopers and everything up in here like all the bloopers dude everything so that that to me is like it's it's a real place to have friendships that come and go but you know when you are in that season of finding a friend because let's be real everyone and every like person out there that's listening you're gonna go through seasons where you are looking for friends which I was in that season last year you know when we met I was in that season where I was like I need friends like I have no friends I would just like sit in my room like I have no friends and it was because of the fact that I was going through a huge transition in my life you know it was a transition that I knew like you know with God like God was real God was like where you're going I can't take the people that you are so close with in this season this is someone where you got to go alone you know and and those seasons of obscurity are like so hard you know, they're really hard because it's like, it's really getting to know yourself and willing to understand the fact that like in this season, I need friends that are going to build me up, that are going to speak life into me. You know, I'm not a child anymore. That's going to be like, you know, because we have our moments to be goofy, but I felt like in that season, I needed people that are really going to speak life into me, that were going to push me closer to where I needed to be. And just people that I can hold me accountable because I feel like, there's a lot of people that we can build friendships with, but will they hold you accountable? Will they be real with you? Will they, will they tell you how it is? You know, because like I've had friends that I could be, you know, like out here just like flipping tables and they'll be like, yeah, girl, you flip those tables. <laughs> and I'm like, no, like actually speak to me, like calm me down. Tell me that like, I don't have to flip the table. Come on, come you know, like, on. It's like moments like that where I was like, you know, I mean, in that season, I was like, man, God, like, I need friends like that. I need friends that are willing to tell me, like, even in the moments where I'm going crazy, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs type thing. Let's go. Yo, you up here, let's bring you back down. Like, you know, and, and it's great to see that even in that season, when you came in, I started to see other people, you know, Mm -hmm. and not a lot, you know, because that's one thing. Friends are not of many. You know, and it's crazy because I love the book of Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, like there is a proverb for everything that you go through in life. And this one goes alongside with something that I said earlier, but the book of Proverbs speaks about the man of too many friends, Mm. you know, chosen indiscriminately will be broken in pieces and come to ruin. 
So imagine like that proverb literally says, like, if you're a man of many friends, like sooner or later, you're going to be broken and ruined, Mm -hmm. you know, but there is true loving friends who are reliable and stick to you closer than a brother. But those are few because out here nowadays, you know, that's why I'm saying everyone calls themselves a friend, a best friend. But are you willing to hold the burden of what it is to be a friend? And it's like that, those moments where like, I'm at my lowest, but you need me, you know, or those moments where like, you know, three in the morning. And, and it's crazy because I have situations like that. I have had people in my life to have called me at two, three in the morning and they're like not at their greatest. And I've been a friend, you know, and I've been able to lend an ear or like be that problem solver with them in that moment you know, but that's what a friend is. It's like a friend that's willing to embrace you. That's why when you asked me at first watch and you're like, am I too much? Dude, let me be real with you. I'm always trying to be um, a person that, how do I say this? Like resembles what Jesus is and Jesus is love, you know? And to me, it's like, I have to be love. If I want love, I need to be love, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm a love on you through the good and the bad, you know? And that's why when you told me that, I took it, I took it so like, I was like, girl, what? I <laughs> you saw your face, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't know where this is going. It's crazy because when I heard that, I was like, man, like, can you, can I, I, I think back and I'm like, what about the moments that I've been too much, you know, for mm-hmm. someone else? What about those moments that I didn't even know was being too much for a person, you know? But because of that, knowing that I can be too much, and people have still, you know, embraced me, dude, why can't I, why can't I do that for others? Mm. You know, especially for those people that I call friends, Yeah, girl, like you need to be willing to embrace those people too. Like mm-hmm. I know I have friends that are like, you know, wacko crazy, you know, their energy is like up here and, and I'm a, I can be an introverted person. So like, I have my moments where I need to recharge Yeah, and I'm just like, but you know, it, in those moments, like I'm so real with them, like, yo, let me, let me sit right here. Let me take a nap, but you can keep doing your thing. I'm going to keep watching you. Like I'm going to be your friend. Cause I'm going to be here present, but I, I need to take a seat, you know? And, but that's the vulnerability of it. Like that we were talking about is being able to show the person and tell them like, yo, this is where I'm at right now. Um, are we good? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, because like it comes to that at the end of the day, it's a communication. Communication is key but it's also comprehending, you know, I can't communicate with you and then just walk away and not know whether you understood me or not, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like that is so, so important when it comes to friendships. We're so quick to kind of talk, 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 talk. And then it's like, okay, bye. But then the other person is just sitting there like, whoa, what did they just say? <laughs> like, yeah. is, this, is this what they mean? You know, and then that's when they build this whole movie and then they probably never hit you up again they take it personal and then they get offended. And then it's like, you know, but I've always taken the opportunity that when I do become real vulnerable with someone about our friendship, I tell them how it is, you know, I hold them accountable to it. I confront them. And then I'm like, do you, did you understand what I said? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I always ask them, like, does that make sense? Yeah, and then uh-huh, they're, like, uh-huh. they're like, no, no. And then they ask me and they're like, Duh. and I'm like, okay, so that's not what I wanted to say. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Is, you know, and that's, it's very important to check in with your friends because, hey, we're human. We're not perfect. Come on. There's times that I've had people literally tell me things and I'm like, 
whoa, is this what they're, they're telling me? You know, like, and yeah. then I, uh-huh. I'm like, hey, like, this is what I understand. This is how I took it. Is that, is that what you want me to, to understand? You know, so communication is key, but I believe that comprehension is another key that goes alongside hand in hand with it. You know, you can't be communicating and not comprehending things. So good. So good. So good. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Communicating and comprehending. Let's go. Yes, girl. I think, you know, as people hear this and, and listen to this conversation, they realize, you know, how much more fruitful and enriching friendships are when you can be vulnerable with someone, you know, um, mm-hmm. one thing that as you were talking, it came up to mind, um, is, and it really hasn't happened much with friendships in the past with me, but maybe people listening are maybe going through this right now is, you know, you have always been there uncondition unconditionally for me. Like no matter what time of the day, you've always been un- unconditional. And I think it's a huge red flag for people to be careful and aware of when friends use the, oh, well, you know, I did this for you and I was here for you and, 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 and kind of like, um, like bragging about it, you know? And if, if you're quote friends with someone that's doing that, that that's not a friend. Mm. That's, that's not a friend, you know, like you, you friends don't do that to friends. Friends yeah. don't bring up the the past and say, well, I did this and I, I, cause that's self-centered. Yeah. That's, they're making it all about who themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's crazy that you point that out because I actually had, I think a conversation with someone not too long ago where they were, they were talking to me about that. You know, they had a friend that literally was telling them, you know, we've done this together mm-hmm. and, you know, I did this for you. And it's like, you know, I, and I was telling them, I was like, I actually, when, when people start talking like that, that's when I know the friendship is over mm. because that's a side of them that literally they just showed me that this is not, this is a forever thing. Yeah. If they showed me this now, they're going to hold me to things like later on in life. And they're just going to, you know, and that's a, it's a child tantrum at such an yeah. adult age, you know, to be able to say something like that, like, then you shouldn't have done it in the beginning. You yeah. know, we shouldn't be friends to begin with, because if that's how you're going to hold me to things when I mess up, like, hey, we are going to mess up in this whole road, you know, trip of being friends. We're going to mess up, you know, and like I, and it's funny because I've done this. I did this once with a friend and I was like, hey, beforehand, let me tell you something. I apologize for all the flaws that you're mm. probably going to see of me. And I apologize for any faults. And any like um, shorthand comings that I probably go through with you, because, you know, I, w- I just want to be real with you. There's going to be moments that I'll probably not be present or I'll probably, you know, go out of my way and just like ignore you. And yeah. it's not intentionally, but I'm human, you know, so be able to see people that, that hold you to that. And they're like, man, thank you for saying that, you know, thank you for being real with me, you know, because at the end of the day, like yeah, you don't want to have someone like throwing actions that you did gestures, like action or gestures, I'm sorry, that they did at your face. It's like, you know, and I've had people do that. And I'm like, homie, mm-hmm. like, then you shouldn't have done it to the beginning. You know, yeah. like, you should have done it in the first place. If this is what you are going to do, this is a forever thing. That's why it's really important that once people start showing you little things, um, we're so, as humans, we're so big on missing the red flags. 
Because mm. we're so great at catching red flags in relationships mm. and people, are, people around you are so great to pointing out red flags when, when you're in a relationship. But can you also point the red flags when I'm in a friendship? Come on. You know, like I've had people that I've spoken to and I'm like, hey, that person, that put, person is talking to you like that and they're your friend. Hey, I would reevaluate that friendship. Come you on. know, like I've, and I've been in the seat of a friendship, you know, talking to my friend about their friend, because not always are we going to have the same mutual friendship groups, you know, but to be a friend means that you're even willing to hold them accountable to their friends that they have so-called friends. So good. You know? mm-hmm. So that's, that's a moment that I've been able to experience me personally, but I've also been able to sit there and watch a friend of mine go through with a friend of theirs. Yeah. You know? hold them accountable to that and be like, if that friend is willing to throw that at your face, they're going to throw it at you again in some other occasion, you know, and it's not wise. It's not good. You know, if you do things it's because you do it out of your heart, come on, with good intentions, you know, but if that person is willing to do that, you know, their heart is not in a good place. Their motives are not right. Mm -hmm. You know, so always be checking, you know, not only your heart, but the hearts of your friends, you know, like, I feel like sometimes we get so caught up with ourselves that we forget to kind of check on our friends' hearts, you know, in that season. And I feel like because of the lack of not being present with them and checking into their, that's why I always tell you, I'm like, yo, how's your heart today? You yeah, know? literally first thing, wake up in the morning. How's your heart? Yeah. <laughs> Voice note, how's your heart? <laughs> it's a real place because like, yeah, dude, if I don't know what the condition of your heart and where your heart's at, there could be moments that you probably like say something and I'm just going to be like, what like what where'd that come from you yeah know? But if I know where you're at I'm not gonna hold you like to that you know but there's some people that just do things and it's like okay well whatever like we're not friends and it's like yeah you know, the friendship is broken because of number one miscommunication like you said and two because of people that just willing they weren't willing to really if you saw the essence of the friendship you'd be willing to fight for it exactly you know? and it takes sitting down some people like they let friendships end but they don't take a moment to probably sit down and have a confrontation and talk things out. Oh yeah. That goes, that goes for everything, whether it's like in a dating season, when you're dating someone or a friendship, if you're not willing to have those vulnerable conversations in moments where it's like, you know, it's like really rough and there's tension, you can probably be losing some great people out there that probably just need a conversation like that. Exactly. I love that. I love, you know, you can have conversations with people like that's, to me an easy thing to do just a a conversation but like is it meaningful is it intentional like are you going to that conversation with kind of like questions in the back of your mind like what am I gonna ask this person today you know I was having coffee with one of my girls the other day and we were talking 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 then I realized oh my gosh I haven't asked her how's her heart so like midway through our coffee I was like hey so how's your heart and then the conversation just shifted Mm. you know but it took awareness it took intentionality and it took, you know, me not wanting just to have a normal conversation of what's going on in our lives, but what's going on in our hearts, mm. right? Cause eventually what's really going on in our hearts is going to come out in our lives sooner or later, yeah. you know, and, and I'll ask people this question and, and it throws them off guard, but I'm serious when I ask, I'm like, so how's your soul? And everyone's like, I'll ask people, how are you? Like, good. I'm like, how's your soul? They're like, what? Wait, what? Are you, are you, are you for real? Ask me that? Like, no one's ever asked me that. Like the reaction I get from people when I ask, 
how are you? And then like two seconds later, they say, good. I'm like, how's your soul? They instantly, it's like, whoa, no one's asked me that. They're like, are you joking? I was like, if I was joking, I wouldn't ask. I'm like, for real, how's your soul? And they're like, well, that's a different story. And if we have time, we talk about it. And if not, they're like, we'll talk about it another day. But it's crazy when you begin to get curious about people and your friends. Yeah. Like really, because you want to, because you care, you know? Intentional. You're being intentional with your friends. And that's, that's something that we were talking about, you know, a little while ago. It's when you're a friend, you have to be intentional. It's even with those little things, just checking in to their mental health, their soul and their heart. You know, everyone goes through so many things that we probably don't even tell you like wholeheartedly, like we don't say everything, but if we can give you little highlights, I feel like as a friend, you can definitely be like, let me speak some words of encouragement for you. Let me just support you in that. Or sometimes just in the silence, in the stillness of silence. I've had seasons where I've had friends that have sat with me in silence, you know, in those moments where like, we don't talk every day, but it's crazy to, you know, follow up with them like months later and just be like, Hey dude, you know, even though we weren't talking, I was praying for you. You know, I was there, you know, I was still, you know, waiting. And, and I have friends like that, that we haven't spoken to in months. And then when I reconnect with them, they're like, I felt that I was praying about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't talk, but I was still praying. I was still, you know, cheering you on in the in the behind the scenes. And that is really what friends are, you know, going back to the whole Columbia, me being out, we weren't talking. Yeah. It's just being having friends that are intentional, that even though we're not talking every day, can you still be intentional, even if we're not talking, you know, can you still be like, how's she doing? Let me just pray for her. Because sometimes that's all what it is. There's seasons that you're going to go with friendships that are long term, that it's just silent seasons. And it's seasons where they're probably going through transitions that they don't want to talk about that maybe later on they will disclose. But in those seasons, can you sit in the silence with them and still support them and cheer them on? You know, and I've had moments with not just me, but with friends that I've watched that they haven't reached out to in a while. And I just let me just pray. Prayer goes a long way for me, mm-hmm. you know, and just being able to be present with them through that. One little thing that just came to mind about friendships um, is being able to be real with yourself, you know, mm-hmm. because there's friendships that you welcome into your life that can be draining. Girl, <laughs> tell them, tell them, Misa. <laughs> someone needs to hear this someone needs to hear this right now because I've had friendships that are very draining and it's not so much of the there being too much it's just like they are not understanding that they're being selfish come on sorry guys my dog is in the background just (laughs) having a whole moment (laughs) but anyways what I think I'm jealous that they're not on the podcast right now (laughs) <laughs> your dog is like get me on the show right now you're not it's just like yo get me out of here let me start but like um <laughs> you know what I was saying is true you know there are people in your life that you possibly surround yourself with that are draining you know and uh lately I've had to kind of sit myself down and see what friendships or what people I've had around me that have drained me you know because um I'm in a season right now where I'm really working on myself. Yeah. You know, I'm working on, on school. I'm working. I'm at church. You know, I'm working out. Let's you go, know? baby. Let's go. We working out. <laughs> we out here. Um, but, you know, you know, there's so much going on that 
to have friends that drain you or people that are just not aware of that is hard, you know, and you have to be, I, I tell people, sometimes you have to be selfish with yourself and yep. you have to love yourself, yeah. you know, because if this person is really draining you and is putting you through moments where you're thinking about them more than you're thinking about yourself, mm. that's not good. You know, there has to be a balance. And I believe that's where you truly get to see um, the importance of a friendship, you know, because friendships have to have their balance. And I know there are moments where it just, it goes crazy, but it's not a fr- an everyday thing. Yeah, that's what- it's a moment. It's a moment, you know, and there's moments where it's not, the friendship isn't perfect, but it's a moment. I have had situations where I've had people in my life that are friends that are going through this season of their life where they're just like toxic, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're just draining the life out of me. And I'm like, I love you, but I can't be that friend because you're choosing not to listen, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've had intervention conversations with them and I've confronted them. And if they choose not to listen, that's their decision. But I'm not going to sit here and crucify my life because you choose not to make a decision or realize what's going on in your life. And you have to be selective and you have to be willing to walk away. You know, that's what we were talking about earlier. You know, it's knowing when to let go. And sometimes it's for a moment. Maybe you have to let go for them to realize, you know, that they're being toxic. And we all have our seasons where we where we've been toxic. Yep. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I've had my season where I was. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but Been there done that. <laughs> yeah, but you have to be willing to be real with yourself, and maybe it's for a seasonal thing that they go through their toxic cycle and then they realize and they come back. And most of the times, I've had friends like that that they come back and they're like, "Dude, I'm so sorry. Like, I put you through that." You know, but you have to be willing to model that. You have to fight for yourself. I've had people that I've spoken to them like, good for you, man. Like at the end of the day, like you were only taking yourself down in a pit hole with them, mm. you know? Um, and right now, like, and I don't want to say like, it's, it's about being, you know, prideful and selfish, but you have to really love yourself. How are you going to love others if you can't love yourself in yeah. little things like that, you know? So if you're out there listening to this and you have someone that is draining the life out of you, you know, I'd really reevaluate your friendship or just the relationship that you have with that person. Because I feel like at the end of the day, you need to have people around you that are going to build you up, not tear you down with them. You know, 100%. I think sometimes we tend to, when we make friends or we have friends in our lives, we tend to become people pleasers with them, mm. you know, and we just stick on this current and this riptide with them because we think that we're their, their best friend, we're their savior, that we're just going to be, but, you know, day by day, you start seeing that these people are not saving themselves. They're not being there for themselves. You need to show up for yourself. You know, when, when I wake up every day, I'm like, today's the day. And I need to show up for myself. Even if think that I'm breaking inside even if I think like all it's you know breaking loose and like it's just chaotic I need to show up for myself at the end of the day only you can show up for yourself you know and I've always told people this I'm like listen at the end of the day you are in control and you are the one that can make a decision for change come on things will never change until you change 
you know? And that's something that I tell every person that I come and encounter with in my life. I'm like, hey man, you're going through this. At the end of the day, I can give you advice. I can be here for you, but things will not change until you change. Mm -hmm. I had a friend recently that I did a whole intervention with them because they're just in a toxic place. And I had to grab them and literally sit them down and be like, hey, you're breaking people around you. You're losing people. You have gold friends that are around you willing to be there for you. But because of your toxic ways, you're losing people like out of your life. Like you're literally just driving people out, you know? And I was able to like, with love, because one thing is talking in love and another thing is talking with like superiority, Mm. like trying to look down on them. Hey, at the end of the day, you were toxic at some point. I was toxic, Mm -hmm. you know, and when I was toxic, I never was a person that would embrace people that were talking down to me. You know, I embraced the people that were like, hey, I see you. I've been there, but only you can get out of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, because of that, I told them, you know, I, I sat him down and I was like, listen, only you can come out of this. I've been in your shoes and people can tell you left and right, the good People can tell you how to do it, but only you are going to know how to do it. Only you're going to be able to see. And some people have to hit rock bottom. Some people have to be left friendless to be on, to understand what a friend is like, yeah. to understand the toxicness of who they be, they've become, because at the end of the day, that's, they become that person. It's not because they are that person. They themselves have decided mm-hmm. to become toxic, you know, and sometimes they have to hit the wall and you have to see it from afar and that's another thing. Just because you have to sit at the shoreline doesn't mean you don't you don't stop praying for them. Mm, come on. You don't stop believing in that. Let me tell you something. When I love people, I love on them wholeheartedly. I believe in people like yeah. wholesome, yeah. you know, because we need people like that. Yeah. Like I know that I am who I am today because people believed in me, because people loved on me. Even in the moments where I was toxic, people were still loving and praying for me from afar, you know? So it's like, if I had people like that in my toxic cycle, why can't I be like that for someone else? Come you on. know? So that's something that it's so key. It's so key is showing up for yourself, showing up for yourself. And that means letting people go in their toxic states, friendships that are just toxic. I know sometimes we fall into the hole, but it's been years mm-hmm. and I've invested so much time and there I've known them since we were in diapers and all this stuff. And it's like, dude, at the end of the day, are they there to build you or are they tearing you down? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what friends are for at the end of the day. Friends need to be people that are going to be winning with you, mm-hmm. that are going to be building with you and that are going to push you to your purpose, to your calling. We all have a purpose in this world. You know, we didn't just pop up here. Mm-hmm. No, we're brought into this world with a purpose and you need to fulfill your purpose and you need to have a, and, you know, it takes a village, Yeah. you know, let, you need to choose who's going to be part of your village, mm. you know? So that's, that's very key when it comes to friendships for me. Girl, I got, I got goosebumps all over my arms. I'm hearing you talk, my girl. I'm going to snap applause right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm going to just take a quick moment to snap applause this girl. Um, man, there's so much gold that you just shared. And um, I think that's so big in, in how you loved on your friend, right? You didn't, you know, tell, like, pretend like you were like better than him. You didn't act or in superiority 
I, I totally butchered the word, but you didn't put yourself on a pedestal and made him low. You said, Hey, I'm meeting you where you're at, but if you continue the action that you are, you're going to, you're basically going to lose the people around you, you know? And I think that's sometimes a wake up call that people really need to hear and really listen. Um, so I think that's just so big and key in friendships is if a friend is correcting you, cause a, a real friend will correct you, but they correct you out of love. Mm. If you have a f- quote, I say quote, because clearly it's not being a friend. If you have a quote friend who is correcting you with just no, they're just not kind. They're not sweet. It's bitter. It's, it's, they're pretending and acting like they're better than you. That is not a friend. But when you have someone that calls you or texts you, Hey, what you did was that was out of line. Mm. I know you're better than that. That, that was out of your character. You are better than that. Yeah, you messed up. I still love you, but we you you can't continue doing that. Mm. You do, you're gonna end up somewhere you don't want to be. Like those hard conversations need to happen. I mm. thank God for, like you said, friends is thrown out there a lot, and I could count in with one hand my, my best friends with one hand, and it's the best friends that have I've always had hard conversations with. Right. They're not afraid to look me in the eye and tell me how it is with love. Mm. Megs, you're better. And sometimes it's not things that I do wrong, but it's just, they know I'm not myself. Like when I was a year back, a year and a half going through that anxious cycle, depression, I, my friends all looked at me. They're like, Megs, this is not you. Megs, this is not you. And you're not going to stay here. Right. What are we going to do to get better? What, what, what next steps are we going to take? Cause you're not going to stay in this funk. We're not going to allow it. Like I had my friends look me in the eye, tell me that they were praying for me when I was going through it, you know, and, yeah. and to, to look back now and all those prayers, you know, like what you said, the power of prayer. Mm. And so yeah. just to be aware of, of that, you know, when you correct your friend, are you doing it out of love? Or are you doing it out of um, trying to make yourself look better? Because then you're in the wrong place. Your heart's in the wrong place. You always want to come to a place where I don't want to correct the person. My dad tells me this all the time. I don't want to, you don't want to correct the person. You want to correct the behavior. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to correct the person. You want to correct their actions. Right. Right. And that's true because at the end of the day, like I always say like this, friendships, they can either serve their purpose of building with you because at the end of the day, you know, you're building life with friends or they can be people who, how do I say this? They want to always one up you, mm. you know, because I've had friends like that too, where it's like, we have real conversations and like, I'll, I'll confront them about situations and then they'll try to, to throw it back at me. Mm, and like, yeah. Like, mm. only this, no. this isn't about me. No, I know. <laughs> Oh my God. That's like, this, this is not about, this is about you. Oh I mean, thank God. you for pointing that out, but that's, that's not the conversation. That's irrelevant. Maybe that that's irrelevant. That could be for another day, but right now we're, we're talking about something else. So let, let's, let's keep the focus on the issue. Yeah. And you know, and it's, it's in those moments that I also see the, the level of character and maturity that they mm. have. It's not there, you know, it's, it's clearly like, 
you know, you, how do I explain this? Like, they're just, like I said in the beginning, they're just trying to one up you, you know, and I've had friends like that. And I'm like, oh, how do you, how can you possibly be doing this right now when I'm trying to confront you in your mess, you know, and that's where it shows parts at, you know, when people aren't willing to take correction and like do something about it for themselves, you know, I've been corrected by people, by leaders, you know, in my life that I could have simply just been like, excuse me, what you're saying is so off. Like I saw you do so-and-so with someone, you know, and just come and attack them. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take that to my quiet time. I'm going to sit and meditate with that. I'm going to sit and journal about it. I'm going to really like ask my parents, you know, because that's another thing too. Like I've had friends that have confronted me with things that I take to like my parents and I'm like, Hey, what do you think about this? So-and-so told me this. And they're like, Hey, I don't see that. Mm. I, that, that I don't, what, what, how are they, you know, and asking the people around you, yeah, sometimes it, it, it could sometimes you can manip- manipulate you. Yeah. people, And then you start people. believing it. If you don't have the right people around you to say, no, 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 baby, you, you, you're pretty solid. Or if you get the affirmation from people saying, no, they're right. Then that's like, whoa moment for the person receiving that. Yeah. Because I think sometimes we can get so caught up in that, you know, we're, we're talking with that person, but I always, I always take that and I always bring it to my parents. I bring it to my inner circle. I'm like, Hey, someone called this out the other day about me. What do you think about that? And yeah, there's people that tell you, Hey, you know, they're actually right, dude, you know, or like, Hey, you know, I don't think so, you know, and maybe they're probably being envious of you or maybe mm. they're trying to say things because that's another, that's another place too. That's, that's another, place. another one, dude. That's a whole nother epi for that. <laughs> another. If, if I just want to say this real quick, if your friend, and if you, if you have a best friend, if your best friend isn't your biggest cheerleader, when you win, they are not your best friend. Mm-mm-mm. someone who isn't like when my friends win, sometimes I'm more excited than they are. Yeah. Like sometimes like Megan, you're literally more excited that this happened to me <laughs> than I am. And I'm like, oh, of course, like, hello. Like, I know this is a big deal for you. Like, you know, yes. it should be that level of excitement. Yes. 100%. 100%. I'm there with you. I'm a person that like, I celebrate, like there's a saying, I don't know who said it, but they say, go where you're celebrated. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I literally tell everyone and that's with work, with friends, with relationships. Like if that person celebrates you and like to that level, because I celebrate like that too. Some person yeah. could be like, have told me like, Hey, I interviewed for this position or, Hey, I'm waiting to hear from this, you know? And then when they hear back and it, it, you know, they made it, I'm like, homie. And I'm like out here static, probably cry a little bit, yeah, you know, teardrop here, a little teardrop there, a little teardrop there. Cause I'm like, you know, like I understood how much that meant to my friend. I know how much that meant to that person, you know, that I'm out here celebrating. And, and I've had moments like that where my friends are like, dude, you're more excited than I am. I'm like, I'm literally here more excited than you. And that is a true thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We are. You and know, it's so beautiful. Yeah, that, that's so beautiful. It, it's a huge red flag. If, if something amazing happens in your life and your friend doesn't even congratulate you or, or it's, um, oh, cool. Or good. You know, there, there's something under there. There's something yeah. that's, that's hidden that they haven't 
tapped into that they haven't worked on. And it has nothing to do with you, but more has to do with them. Wow. Mm, that's good. That's my good. girl. My huh? girl. <laughs> All right. My girl. I got one last final question for you. And that oh. is, if you knew then what you know now, what would you tell your younger self? Mm, that's a good question. And this is relating to friendships or just anything in general? Anything in life. Wow. So if there was something that I knew then that I know now, my dog just walked in. For a I think your dog um, wants to share. All the- yeah, he just definitely wants to talk. Um, but something that I can say is vulnerability, being vulnerable with people. You know, that's something that to me has been so hard because I grew up in a household and just being completely real where vulnerability wasn't a real thing. You know, sometimes I had to hide my emotions or hide certain things just because of the fact that I was afraid. I was afraid of being vulnerable and I was afraid of how my parents were going to take it or handle it or simply like um, also taking on the role that I am the older sibling in my house. So that that's a hard place to be in. Um, but being able to know now how vulnerability has really changed my relationship with my parents, my relationship with my friends, just my relationship with myself, because I, I think we have to be vulnerable with ourselves too, you know, and I've had moments where I have to sit myself down and be like, you're not okay. You know, because I I can tend to be um, like a perfectionist, like when I strive (laughs) through school work, like I am out here, like I could be like with my arm broken and I'm still trying to be perfect, mm. you know, but I've had to sit myself down and have vulnerability conversations within myself, with myself and not just with myself, but my boss, with my parents, with my siblings, with my friends and just be completely real. And I feel, and I've seen how much that has changed and how much I've grown as a person because I've grown because people have spoken life into me. You know, and being able to see the other side of it when I have been vulnerable is seeing the person be like, wow, like, I'm so sorry to hear that, you know, and then just speak life into me and just pour out. I'm like, like, wow, you know, and at the end of the day, only you can save yourself, like you said, you know, only you can save yourself. And in those moments of vulnerability, they really are helping you save yourself, you know, so that's something that I wish, I wish vulnerability I feel like vulnerability in today's society in today's world has been so pronounced and really has I mean mental health in general is just a thing that our future generation like our future kids are going to have such great parents because of this yeah but I wish that had I known now how important vulnerability was and not being afraid of what people were going to think or say but just knowing that the healing that comes out of vulnerability and just the growth that comes out of that I feel like I would have avoided so many things and like kept myself out of messes, you know, but at the end of the day, everything happens for a reason, you know, and I'm grateful that I can look back and say like, wow, that happened, but I'm here today because of that, that made me stronger. And now I can make a decision on how I move forward in life, you know, and moving forward, I am a vulnerable person. Well, I say I'm hundred percent, like the most vulnerable person out here. No, <laughs> no, I'm still going through through my moments, but I'm so thankful that a leader of mine a couple of years back really sat me down and was like, you need to be more vulnerable, mm. you know, 
and she, and she was and it was funny because she was like I feel like I'm I'm holding an onion when it comes down to you and I'm just trying to peel you you know and I'm able to see now how vulnerability has really has really brought me so many more people around me yeah another thing too like vulnerability really allows you to be so raw and authentic that people want to be around you because they're like oh my god like she's having a bad day and like she's not allowing her bad day to dictate the course of her life or like things like that you know where people are truly able to see you and be like there's something about them and it's vulnerability you know being real being raw being authentic I'm all about that you know, I mean, you and me, girl, you know, we're always about it. So girl, that's something that I, that I love so much. So, yeah. Um, my girl, my <laughs> girl, thank you so much for, wow. I mean, girl, we could talk for Ava, <laughs> but I know, I know we, we on a time here. No, but in all honesty, Isa, just thank you for sharing like so much of what you did. Um, share with us today all this it's just if people really apply it and take it to heart you know um people listening that maybe not have the best friendships right now you know you you can make a decision today to change that um Mm -hmm. not the person but you can change and you can change who you surround yourself with maybe your friend that you haven't been the bestest friend you can change today right it's all up to yeah. you and I think that's just a powerful nugget that I took away today is that I I have the ultimate like choice in what I decide when it comes to friendships when it comes to who I choose in my life and all those different things and it's just beautiful it's real the fruit of your life is so evident you know when it comes to that and I definitely think a reason why our friendship thrives is because of that vulnerability. We just, we have no mask, like no chill. Like, you know, you're having a bad day. I'm going to know about it. (laughs) I'm going to be the first one to know, like first God. And then Megan voice note, (laughs) I'm having a bad day. You're going to know about it. Cause if I don't tell you, guess what? You're still going to ask me, how's my heart. And then I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to lie about it. Like I think last night you asked me, you know, how are you? And you were like so pumped because like you just finished playing tennis. <laughs> I responded, girl, I had a night. I'm not doing too good. This isn't a happy voice note, but we out here. I'm gonna work out tomorrow. It's gonna be all good. Let's go. You know, and now we're giggling on the podcast. So um, thank you for your time, my girl. I adore you so much. I'm pretty sure y'all this girl trains works out like what doesn't she not do I'm telling y'all like she's probably gonna work out with her trainer right now let's go (laughs) yeah you're right you're right (laughs) oh Justin I say what's up (laughs) I will all right having me of course of course and um i guess we'll like what facetime later tonight or something (laughs) i'll probably send you a voice note we'll probably get those donuts (laughs) yes let's go all right girl we'll chat thank you for listening make sure to subscribe to the podcast and please leave a rate and review as it makes a huge difference also share this podcast with your friends and family and don't forget to follow at one thing in common podcast on instagram and tag us with any insights you got from the episode I am so grateful for each and every one of you and I hope you have the best week. Much love.